Welcome to Design Speaks. This lovely podcast is brought to you by a graphic design geek and a regular human being, aka a non-designer. We're here to chat about music, pop culture, cool places, and basically whatever we feel is relevant. Hey guys, I'm Brandy C. And I'm Michelle. And you're listening to episode 88 of Design Speaks. Welcome to it. Today we're continuing our process series um, and we are going to be talking about sketching, sketching, narrowing your options, and executing the design. Yes. So this is like the make it happen. Make it happen. Happen. This is the, is this the executing bit of it? I mean, would you, would you call it my that? definition of executing is when you're getting on the computer. So we are talking about sketching first, okay. then narrowing your options, mm-hmm. and then, then executing the design. Okay, got it, got it. I'm really excited for this. Honestly, this is one of the scarier parts for me. No, um, oh, this is the easy part. Well, all the hard work is now like this, done. You're you're right. You're right, and I I know that you're right. <laughs> <laughs> but even so, I'm I'm kind of at this part in a project I'm working on at work and it's just so hard for me because it's like up until now I've been um, figuring out what it is um, what the feel of it is going to be gathering everything and now I have to input everything onto what what looks like a blank canvas it's not but it looks like it and it's just so overwhelming to me. <laughs> so is this your Photoshop thing? No okay. no this is it's it's just a video so oh, it's, okay. it's a it's a blank timeline for me. And I'm just like, oh gosh, here I go. But once Planning. I start, but once I start, <laughs> I know it's going to be easy yeah. because I have it all laid out. I just have to do it. Blank blank pages, quote unquote blank pages, blank timelines, blank things are very overwhelming. Yeah. They're I very feel, intimidating. I feel it. I look at it and like you have nothing on you. Why? I've done so much planning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it does it does take some a little bit of like gumption to go like I can put something on here. Yes. I can do it. This is yeah. possible. So unfortunately, you can't sketch a timeline. No. That would be really, I mean, I guess you kind of can plan, like this block of time will be this, this block of time will be this. Yeah, that's kind of what but, I've yeah. done. So, so you've got some. You've comparable. Got, you're doing okay. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> as long as you plan, you'll be fine. Yeah. And I've planned, so I know it's going to be fine. And I know <laughs> come this next week, I'm just going to get this done and it's going to be done and it's going to be great because I've planned it. But it's just so I much. believe in you. Thank you. I can't wait to see what you will do. Thank you. <laughs> so first step, sketching. Step six, sketching. Okay, so we are now assuming that by this time you've listened to all our other episodes. We have now officially covered client meeting and design brief, um, the word map to find concepts, visual elements, and colors, um, research and brainstorming, and sleep. Yes. Very important steps to take yeah. before this next one. So let's pretend like last night was the night you did all your research and you looked through all the books and you marked all the pages online and you got piles of all the magazines, all the things. You watched all the shows. Yeah, you did all the, you <laughs> watched all the, you binged a show because it's research <laughs> and you can because we're creatives and we do what we want. Yes. Um, don't say it so quietly. I know. <laughs> well, it's because we don't always get to do what we I think we do. Within reason. Within reason. (laughs) Um, And you slept. You slept on it. So now you wake up, let's say for example's sake, that you are either in the office or you are sitting at your workspace, wherever that might be, and you should now be ready for sketching. What does that mean? So 
in this context, I'm based, I'm, I'm mainly going to be addressing like sketching in an actual physical tool kind of way. Mm-hmm. I understand that lots of people, especially nowadays, I say nowadays like I'm super old because <laughs> I am. Um, well, no. I mean, um, use iPads to sketch mm-hmm. or other sort of tablet devices. Um, I have tried it. I, it doesn't. It's not the same. Mm-hmm. So um, I think we've talked before about like how how studies have shown that like putting an actual physical pen or pa- pencil to a physical paper actually does something to your brain. Interesting, yeah. Um, and it, it allows you to remember things better. Mm-hmm. So in the context of, of this podcast, I'm going to be talking about sketching in a physical tool kind of way, not on a not on an iPad. Right. Um so uh, why sketch? I just I, I wanted to address this a little bit because at this point, even if I am and remember in the beginning how I talked about, you know, people say, Oh, I have a process too. Like I do some of this already. Right. Um some of this some, not all. Yeah, some of this is where people fall off. And I find that it's either in the uh they leave out obviously most people leave out the word map because that's like a thing that I do, or they uh they go from the research to the computer. Hmm. So this is often what I find is one of the most difficult um, things to explain, like why it's necessary. It's a step that most would just rather skip. Yeah, because it's like, okay, I did all the research. I've got all my reasons. I know what I'm doing. I'm just going to go ahead and make something. Oh, that sounds it, – it honestly, from, a, from an unprofessional point of view, it really sounds like it could end up in a disaster. I mean, because let's, let's be real – and we've talked about this again too b- before, is your first idea is never your best idea. Mm-hmm. So how do you know that just because you, even though you've slept and even though you took in all this inspiration, how do you know that whatever you have in your brain right now, that one thing that you're like, I've got it, this is the thing. How do you know that's the thing? You don't until you've tried all, until you've exhausted your options. Right. So in the, so in this case, sketching is, is good because um, it allows a lot more ideas to come out. Mm-hmm. Um when you go to the thumbnail stage of the ideating, you should be allowing every idea to come out. Mm. Like even you, if it's a dumb one? Yeah. Just Especially it because if it's a dumb one. Like you want to get them all out because also you don't you won't end up with like, oh, I wonder if there was something better. Mm. You won't have that like self-doubt because I mean as creatives, we have a lot of self-doubt just inherently. Yeah. So why not eliminate that anxiety just a little bit mm-hmm. by trying to exhaust it? It might feel like a stupid idea. It might not even go with your concept. But if you feel like you need to get it out, then you should get it out. Right. Um, so it also um, allows you to not be confined by software. Yes. It that feels makes like you have more options when you're on the computer. But you don't, especially if you're not super adept at using every kind of tool. I think it's important to recognize that eventually you are going to go to the computer. Yeah. That's just where we are. Yeah. And we talked with, um, well, let's see, at this point, actually, I'm not sure. We have not yet. Okay. But you can talk about it. Okay. We we talked with um, with someone recently who said that, you know, even though that they now do a lot of their their process digitally, they still sketch. Like, mm-hmm. this is the one thing that they still do physically. Mm-hmm. And I think that speaks to the importance of it. Um, it it ignites your creativity in a way that that you just can't get digitally. Yeah. Um, and that that is my opinion, but also it is, it is like a fact. Mm-hmm. Um, so it also saves you time. <laughs> because I, at least for me, I find when I'm, if I were to go straight to the computer, 
I spend half the time undoing and yeah. redoing, yeah. undoing and redoing. Creating, Is it because it's so easy to yeah, do? Yeah, because it's so easy. It's like, oh, that was a bad idea. I'm going to delete it. No, no, and you so then want you that lose there. it, and yeah. you lose your you lose part of that process of figuring out how you got to where you are. And have I done this already? Yeah, that's so interesting. And you can just keep doing the same thing over, just like in a slightly different way. It seems so obvious, but you kind of have to lay it out there that this is another reason why it should be physical and not on a computer. Yeah, it's also really satisfying because you can look at your after an hour of work. Say you sketch for an hour, um, you can look at your your pages. And go, oh my gosh, look at all the things I did. Mm-hmm. As opposed to I have a document with a bunch of layers. Mm, yeah. It's just it just it doesn't feel the same. It totally. doesn't feel like you actually did a lot of work. Yeah. Um, so the other thing is when you're sketching, um, I have I either go two ways. It's similar to the word map. I either set a certain number of pages that I would like to fill. And I don't know how big these are. I usually do my thumbnails, uh, thumbnail sketches. So that's another thing. These should be thumbnails. Mm -hmm. So I've asked students sometimes, I want you to bring in sketches. And um, they bring me like like four pages of full-size. Oh, no. Four full-size sketches. Oh, no. And they're like, those are all my ideas. And I'm like, okay. Uh, now I know teaching moving forward, I need to say thumbnails. What does a thumbnail? So a thumbnail is basically, it, it, it's like one by two, inches. one inch by two inch little rectangles or squares, whatever format you're working in, mm-hmm. in that sort of general, you want to fit as many as you can on a piece of paper and either, I guess there's three ways, either fill up the pages that you've set for yourself. Or work for a certain amount of time to mm-hmm. get out as many as you can. All these all these things are still as many as you can. Or just go until you can't think of anything else. Yeah. Um, I usually set an, either a time or a number of – or like a, a certain amount of space to work mm-hmm. in. Because you are – you don't have the – Luxury? Lu- <laughs> yeah, the luxury of being given um, like – I don't know, like all the time in the world, yeah. To work, I don't know how to say it. Like it just, it just makes more sense for you to do this time. And when I was in college, I used to go until I couldn't go anymore. Mm -hmm. And there are some projects versus real life. Yeah, we talk about that later. Yeah, (laughs) I, I would literally have twelve pages of thumbnails. Oh my gosh! Because that was what I was taught: like do as many as you can until you can't think of any anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, and that trained me to be, you know, to be able to do that when necessary. That's like a marathon. Yeah, a marathon of thumbnails. <laughs> yeah, and usually I do a sprint. And usually I still come up with enough ideas that are unique enough um, directionally because of all the past research that I did. Yeah. Um, so it also helps you zero in on a direction. Just like with the word map and the finding, the like, the the color words and comparing them and finding the visual words. And, you know, when you go through the list to find your concept – you will, as you start creating thumbnails, you will start to see themes emerge. Hmm. So um, I'm going to go back to Kelly's, um, and this is going to be a little bit hard to um, describe on the podcast, but I will try. And again, um, I will maybe, let's see, I think I have this process in my stories, in mm-hmm. my little like featured highlights highlight thing on, on Instagram. Instagram. So you should be able to go look at this whole process and see these sketches. Cool. Um, but I'm going to just try and like, say this a little bit. So some of the themes, oh, go ahead. How many did you do? Did you set, you set a time? I, I set, I set a number of pages. Okay. For it's him. like, it's like one and a half pages. Okay. Um, and they're real small. Okay. Real small <laughs> so, thumbnails. Two, four, six, eight, 10, 12, 12 times three is what? 12 times three is, I 36. Have, 30, 36. Yeah, you're right. Yep. That's 36. It's like hours, days, 
36 <gasps> hours. Yes. 36 thumbnails. I did somewhere in the range of like 36 to 50 thumbnails, I think. Yeah, because okay. I did more on the next page. Okay. Um, but so basically as I went through this, I've got in my mind um, – so I have said this time and time again. I'm not an illustrator. I – I don't like to go into detail. I My thumbnails look like something that my five-year-old would draw, <laughs> but it doesn't matter because I know the idea behind it. Right. So I knew that I was going to be – so now I've got all this research in my head from those books I looked at. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I still will just go flip through real fast just to look over them and put them aside. I never open the books that I got my inspiration from and sit it next to my computer or sit, sit it next to my sketch pad nope. and sketch because nope. then I'm just ripping them off. Yes. So I I look, I look peek through my, my little tabbies one more time, look at any notes I might have written as far as elements and things I want to incorporate in the layout, and then I bring those elements into my sketches. Hmm. So um, some of the common elements on my thing here are triangles, okay. circles. I um, unintentionally... Uh, was playing with triangles inside of circles and because of the juxtaposition of what those meanings were, which yeah. I talk about in the last yeah. episode, mm-hmm. um, the last process episode, and ended up coming up with the logo for Kelly. Which is awesome. And it was and it, it was like it was on purpose by accident. Yeah. So I there was all this meaning behind it already, so it just ended up working as a graphic, um, geometric graphic element. That looks like an abstract K. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for Kelly. <laughs> so the closer you stick to this process, the more fluid things fall into place. Yeah, it's ju- it just what it, it is. What it is, and it seems like oh well that that just happened, but actually it didn't just happen. Mm-hmm. You planned you you made every possible um, opportunity. For it to happen. For it to happen. And it did. And it did. So I have a lot of trees. I have a lot of um, circles. And um, it's real basic layout of like what I want it to look like graphically. And um, I just sketched, sketched, sketched. But as I went on, I started to see um, themes emerge of like this center layout. Okay. Like things in the center. Mm-hmm. Um, and that also plays Let in. Let me see this. You're saying you're not like an illustrator. This looks so cool. Don't even with me. That looks great. You're oh, like, Michelle, I am not they're a... They're like, okay, well, those then, trees, what are those? Apparently, you haven't seen mine. I can't draw a Christmas tree to save my life. So those look great. <laughs> okay, whatever. I'm all... T- it's triangle trees. I can't draw a triangle okay, to save my life. well, so. thank you. I really appreciate that, but... I think it's because I see real illustrators all the time, and I'm like, I can't do that. Oh, see, I, I, I can't do that at all. I, I will, I will attain. I will try to be just as good as you while you're trying to be. Just it would take much <laughs> for you. For you, I can't draw stick people. <laughs> They're like all wonky. I and- can illustrate. I don't like it, and I don't think it's necessary. And this is another tip, actually, on mm-hmm. that line. Uh, at this phase in sketching these thumbnails. Do only as much detail as is absolutely necessary. Yeah. Because if if I was like trying to draw, say I was a really great illustrator and I could draw an amazing mountain scene, mm-hmm. why would I? Right. Right I'm, for this. This is not the phase for that. This is the time for you to spend 15, 20 seconds mm-hmm. on each one yeah. and move on and keep sketching. So so that's how long you've spent on each of these? Maybe, maybe half a minute? Yeah. Okay. About that. Um, I mean- 
a minute at most. Yeah. Like a minute's a long time to spend on a on a one inch square. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's be <laughs> let's be real. That means I'm overthinking. If I spend more than that, I'm overthinking See, what's happening. And that's all I do is overthink. So that one inch square would be like, oh, it's about five minutes. Yeah. I do too. But that's why it's good to put these limits on yourself because it's like, okay, I need to fill this page. And it should not take me more than a minute. If it's more than a minute, do another one and do the thing different that you wanted to do on the ne- the last one. So 36, approximately 36 thumbnails divided by divided by math. Um, a minute. So it took it 36 minutes total, obviously. Max, yeah. Um, it could have taken you... Probably 15, 20. 15, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, so it's not a lot of time. Perspective. This, yeah, and this should be... This should be a quick process. And I would say if you're spending more than an hour total on your thumbnails, it's probably too much. Mm -hmm. Um, You've probably exhausted most of the combinations of the elements that you could feasibly do with a pencil or a pen and a piece of paper. Um, So once you've you've kind of identified your themes um, and you you kind of see what things are kind of popping out, that's when you go in and I take just a colored pen or whatever and I circle like – the ones the, that you like. The ones that I think are working the best. Mm-hmm. Um, so this time I circled one, two, three, four, five. Wait, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay. Um, I had circled eight and decided against nah. it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, I went on to this next stage, which isn't always necessary, and I don't always do this. This is something that I learned in art school, which is like part of the old school way. Um, it's called a rough. Okay. It's like a step up from a sketch but it's not a finished design it's not even it's not the detail it's not detail it's it's a little more detail and a little bigger okay so, i see so it's like two by two yeah so then i went up to like a two by two two and a half three inch by three inch because it's for a cd cover mm-hmm. and i just kind of laid it out a little cleaner mm-hmm. and maybe thought about start thinking about what i might want to put in those spaces yeah um so that is the rough stage um and like I said, that's that's kind of just dependent on how you work. Some people take that to the computer, and that's okay. As long as you do all your sketches by hand, mm-hmm. the rough stage is kind of up to you. Yeah, and I think it's also important to, to put it out there that you've been doing this process for a few years now. <laughs> a few. Uh, quite a few. A few. So the, uh, to a person who's just trying to really solidly implement a process into their um, work, into their daily life, in this, um, it might start out a bit slower. Yeah. And that's okay. But you were able to get those thumbnails down so quickly and also pick the ones that you like the most so quickly because you've had the practice. Right. But it's also not just the ones I like the most. Which ones? Work the best. Yeah, work the best to solve the problem. Which ones reflect best on the concept? And you, again, you are going back and referring to those things so you mm-hmm. don't stray. Right. Um, and you're remembering that while... The checks and balances. Well, I'm... Yeah. I, I'm thinking, man, if I were doing this, I would forget that and then be like, oh, shoot. I actually have to refer back to these words. And I do sometimes. but And I actually have... And this is something I do have because of, of doing it so much. But as you do this more, you will all of a sudden start to feel a little bit like you're grasping for straws in the dark mm-hmm. and go, oh... It's because I haven't referred back in mm. a few minutes. So that or, makes sense. Then. You know, I haven't looked back at my concept. Mm-hmm. And actually, these things don't work at all. So that's sometimes when I will circle things that I feel are working, look back at the concept, look back at the problem, look back at the target audience, mm-hmm. and go, oh, none of these 
this one or this one actually don't work. Okay. Even though I thought they did. Yeah. Okay. Um, so the other thing is like you have more freedom and flexibility when you sketch. Mm-hmm. So especially if you're, I don't know many people who sketch with a pen, but some people do. Um, especially if you're working like with a pencil, you have the ability to like erase. just erase turn the pencil sideways and have a nice thick mark. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's all quick. It's not like get on the computer and change tools, pick your weight, pick your color. Like you just turn the pencil it. on its side and do a thicker line or, yeah. you know, erase here, erase there. Like the the freedom and flexibility seems like you seem, it feels at first I think like you're limited by the paper and the pencil, but mm-hmm. you actually have a lot more in front of you than you think. Yeah. Um, so once you've narrowed your options, um, I would say go to the computer with no more than three or four um, at a rough stage. Okay. And these aren't finished. These aren't actually like collecting all of your your resources. Um, They're like focused ideas. Yeah. So this is like the rough the rough stage of your execution. Um, some people call this like the concepting, but I obviously don't like that because it's not concepts, it's executions. Mm-hmm. Um, so once you've narrowed them, so now we can s- go to the step that is actually execute. So step we, seven. Step seven. So um, this is where, now this is like where you're actually going to start putting the design together. Um Again, you you still can't just jump on and start creating because you probably need what we call assets. Um, you need photos. You need drawings or vectorizations. You need um, maybe the copy. If it's um, if it's a brochure, you're going to need to collect all that text mm-hmm. that you need. Um, if you have author photos. Is it like or, elements? Yeah, it's all the elements. Okay. All the things that you will need, you need to gather them. Okay. So this is almost like a secondary, a little bit of a secondary research phase because you know what you need, but now you need to find it. And you're kind of relying on the client to give you all of this. No. I mean, for, sometimes. like the t- I'm thinking like text. Yeah, the text. So in the case of, and I'm just going to keep going with Kelly because that's what is working. Um, mm-hmm. For his, he obviously didn't have anything to give me. Right. Um, this, this is a, an album cover, and it wasn't an album cover that required his photo. Right. So um, in this case, I knew that it was going to be, f- like, m- like mostly f- the focus of it was going to be a photograph of some kind. Um, and I had already determined that it was going to be, have some sort of road, f- like trees and yeah. foresty feel mm-hmm. and mountains. Um, because that's, and it was going to be like the feel in order to get the feel of almost winter. And based on my sketches, it was going to be like, you can see winter in the, in, in the distance, but it's not winter yet where you are. Right. Um, and so I already had like this very specific vision based on my sketches, based on all the other stuff up to now. So then I wanted to find that picture. So then it's just a matter. So now it's not like. Okay, I have an album cover. Let's go look through all the pictures in the whole world and just see what <laughs> pops out because I like something. Nope. That's so overwhelming to me. Yeah. Like, it's harder when someone says, um, like, say a client gives me, like, complete freedom. And it's like, I don't know. Just do what you do. No, and I'm like, it's not. I can't. Okay, but I, I can do a lot of things. And I like a lot of things. Like, give me some box. That's like someone asking me, <laughs> where do you want to eat? I... Cannot tell you. But the world has so many options. I can't. We're not going to eat if you do that. Like, we're not going to (laughs) eat. Yeah. So it's, it, it focuses. It's, so here's the thing all of the process up to now 
has taken so long. It's like, oh my gosh, all these hours researching. The word map takes freaking forever Mm -hmm. and like trying to figure out the concept and all this stuff. But now it's easy. Mm-hmm. Now I know I'm looking for this this certain style of photo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so now all I do is take that into now you're going back to words to search for photos. So now I go back. So now I go to Unsplash, say. And so I'm just, I, I use Unsplash, Design Cuts. I use Free Pick, Creative Market. Those are a lot of places that I go to, mm-hmm. to find images. Um, Getty mm-hmm. is... I, I stock photo. Those things are really great. Um, now I know I'm going to look for a road with mountains or a forest with road or winter road. Mm-hmm. Like all the things that I found in the word map can now become my search criteria. Yeah. Which, hello, how easy is that? Like you're given all the answers just by doing that word map. Mm-hmm. Everything goes back to that. So I get the photos I need. I get stock art. If you're working with an illustrator, make sure you have like the finished file that you need. You get your typefaces. So also part of part of the research um, that I didn't talk about and I completely forgot is the colors. I didn't even talk about the colors. So you need to look at the color theory. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I forgot this. We're going to sidebar. You you always forget color theory. Because it's so innate to me. It's it's just part of who you are. <laughs> it's <laughs> so. just what I do. <laughs> so I'm just going to sidebar. The two other things that I'm super passionate about that I didn't talk about at all in the research phase is your colors and your typefaces. Mm-hmm. So within your word map, you have come across colors, right? Mm-hmm. So when you're researching, this is your chance to go, okay, I found blue-gray. I guess I did talk about it a little you bit. You, ch- you fact check it and go, what, what does blue-gray represent? And you Make find sure this works. by looking at color books. The Pantone color books by Leatrice Iceman are my absolute go-to. Mm-hmm. If you sign up for my newsletter on brandyc.com, you can send me your email and you will get a free download to my color, um, my PDF color resource printable thing that basically has it's like a one sheet of all sorts of different shades of colors and like their primary meanings. Mm-hmm. And I keep that for myself. I like keep it next to me because if I find a color, if I like this certain shade of yellow um, and it's come up in the word map and it's come up in my research, this is my last fact check. I'm going to look at the color psychology to make sure that the inherent meaning behind that actually work Mm -hmm. with what I'm trying to do. Right. Um, So that's the color. And as far as like typefaces, typefaces have personality just like people do. And so if you've, and especially if it's like- they're created that way. Yeah, they are. Especially if they are, if you're doing like a time, like a, like a, a piece of design that is geared towards a certain time period, that's even easier because then you can search for typefaces from the 1800s or whatever. And so that is another way to look at your word map to find like eras and words that you can then search for typefaces based on that. Um, I highly discourage you from using free fonts. Hmm. Um, use legit fonts. If you use Creative Cloud, you automatically have access to Typekit, mm-hmm. which gives you brilliant fonts that are being paid for that yes. are like for your They're, commercial use. You can use them. Yeah. Use so them. That's the easiest thing. Otherwise, I would say there's um, there's fonts.com. There's lots of places, and they don't have to be expensive. Mm-hmm. And um, 
doing the research on your typefaces and your colors is another thing that's going to set you apart. And once you've got all that together, you pull all your typefaces, you make sure that you've got the correct licensing. If you if you do have free fonts, there are free fonts that are available for commercial use, which means you can use them to make money. Um, just make sure that you're using them correctly because yeah. you don't ever want to rip off a fellow artist. That would suck. <laughs> that would, that's, not, that's not encouraged. Yeah. So then... Um, and something that I, I can probably make a separate episode for is um, planning for your hierarchy. Mm, um, hierarchy. That's one of the, like the very first things I learned about. Yeah. Planning your – I don't know if we've done an, have we done an episode on planning your hierarchy. No, but it's, it's in the works now. Yeah, it is now. So maybe we'll do that really soon after this because that would be a key part of this. So before you get on the computer too, um, part of part of – arranging your elements is figuring out which thing is going to be more important than another thing. Um, and that's what hierarchy is. So figuring out like I needed for Kelly's artwork for that image to be the focus. So it's in the center, it's mm-hmm. in a circle, the contrast between the background and the col- and the picture are very obvious. You know, his name is in a certain place. It's a certain size so that you look at certain things first, second, third. And I have a whole actually um, a whole process on how to plan out hierarchy. But you want to plan out your hierarchy so that you're not just messing around with it and like, oh, play here. This this looks good here. And that's just all the things that I'm trying to teach on through this whole process thing is to save you time and come up with better ideas right. with less time. Yes. So I just um, wanted to pull up the picture oh, so yeah. I could see it. <laughs> As you, you did talk. forget. Yeah, I, I kind of did because I, I just I just remembered that this whole thing is like out like this is the blue gray. Uh-huh. I totally forgot about that. I'm thinking that this entire picture went the entire was the oh, entire thing. Oh yeah, no. Like, Wait a second. Okay, so now I'm remembering yeah. everything. <laughs> Is it is it like feeling different now that you understand and can like look at it for I, yourself? Yeah, um, I I forgot about the road. You kept saying road. I'm like, there's a road in that picture. <laughs> <laughs> it's the journey. It's the journey. I yeah. see it. I I totally space that there's a road. I love it. I love it too. It's <laughs> one of my greatest accomplishments. Thanks, Kelly, for the opportunity. Um, so yeah, so executing. I there's nothing more really I have to say about the executing outside of like the planning and making sure that you have everything you need. Because it's like it's what they call in um, cooking mise en place. It's having all your elements like ready to use. It's like when you see the cooking shows and they have all the little bowls with all yeah. the little things. Yeah. So they don't have to cut all the stuff. They just pour things in. If cooking was that easy. Well, I mean, but it's, it's not, not. Because they did all the cutting. They did all the preparing. The they did all the measuring. All the stuff that you don't see came before that. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's basically what this has all been, is all that prep time, all that research, all that gathering of all your things and understanding how everything works and why everything works. Mm-hmm has brought you to this place of now I can just sit and make the thing. Yes. And so you make it. And however you do it at this point is like, I, have, I mean, I have tips on organizing files and, you know, layers and making sure you name layers. And there's all sorts of little goofy things, like, I guess not goofy, but like non-essential things right. to me. Um, the one thing that I will say is if you if you don't have a file naming system, you need one. It's so important. It's your workflow. <laughs> yeah. It's so important. And I didn't know about a workflow until 
uh, I want to say maybe a year ago. I had no idea. And it's it's kind of life-changing. Yeah, because it allows you to, in 10 years, when you've become an expert and you're creating all sorts of things, and you're like, oh, I wanted, I remember this one project I did, but what was it called? It's it, a mess <laughs> in the beginning. It's a mess. <laughs> yeah, if you if you can start figuring out now what you like to call your files yes. and how you, how you work that, then, then that would make it easier. So next week is going to be another really fun episode um, for me. It's how to present your ideas. That's fun. So presenting is the last step. This is the last step. I guess second to last because the last last is actually handing over all your stuff to and your client. And taking a deep breath. <laughs> and saying goodbye to your child <laughs> at, like the first day of school, except you leave them there forever. Yeah. And you're gone. <laughs> all right. That was it. Great. So um, I don't know. Did I how, – how did I do? I have to ask you after every episode. I know. I'm like so self-conscious about these because this is my baby. It, my process is like – my other child. I still feel anxiety about putting things onto my timeline, but I know that it's there because I've done the work. Yeah. So it, it gives me it, it gives me the assurance that I've done what I needed to do. Um, and it's it's so like straightforward. Honestly, you'd think that you wouldn't have to spell this out, but you do. I do. So I and I get it. You do. Yeah. Like some people just skip things and do whatever they want. And I'm not saying that that's like that person's like bad or whatever because we all do it it's well, people's thing. bad it's like there um there are potentially okay so say we're in albuquerque there's potentially like four or five ways to get to santa fe from albuquerque yeah um we're all gonna go the fastest way possible why would you not want to go straight there on i-25 the scenic route isn't even that scenic it's not so. <laughs> i mean and if you take the scenic route on a design you're probably going to get burnt out and mm-hmm. you're going to get disillusioned and you're going to get discouraged when you have like this clear this clear path and clear steps. You know, it's like when you're on a road trip and you know we're going to stop here, we're going to stop here, we're going to stop here. It eliminates the anxiety of, oh, crap, is there a gas station anywhere nearby? Like, I got to pee, like, you know? <laughs> we're going to run out of gas. I don't and, know what's <laughs> happening right now. Yeah. Like, it, there's so much less anxiety when you – when you know what you're doing and it, it just gives you so much confidence in yourself to know that your choices are not wrong. Agreed. Even though there's no right answer, there's no one right answer, everyone's going to come up with a different solution even if they're taking all these same steps. But so you want to be happy with the outcome that you have. Yeah. So do it. Whew. Next week. Next week is a big one. Yeah, next week. Whew. Very practical steps to presenting. And until then, no, we have to say our outro. Oh, yeah. Michelle, where can people find us? Well, people can find us on all forms of social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter via at Brandy C. B-R-A-N-D-I-S-E-A. See, I have, like, changed the emphasis on my letters. Yeah. (laughs) E-A. E-A. You can also email us, brandy at brandyc.com, and you can... Follow us on Instagram, Design Speaks specifically, at Design Speaks Podcast. Yep. And also, if you haven't... Just If you haven't done so just yet, go check out our Patreon account. We have one up, patreon.com slash design speaks. Yep. You can support us anywhere from $1 to $5 to $50. It's up to you. Yeah. And if you do $50, that's where Michelle and I record an episode with you asking your questions. Hello. I, that's awesome. I really want someone to do that just because I want 
to talk to a listener and let them ask a question. That sounds like so much fun. Yeah. So, but also the $50 would be wonderful. That'd be great. We're not going to say no. <laughs> We're definitely not going to say no because we have <laughs> expenses for this podcast. <laughs> anyway, quick shout out to Colin from Vespertine. Thank you for letting us use your song to be the, the, the sound and feel of Design Speaks Shatter in the Night. It's a great song. Go, go check it out. Fade in a grim mystique, but we both